0: uh you know well just let it flow basically i just would like a, just a, a reaction from you about what happened with maxwell this week what's your general feeling about that do you you take this as legit do you think we're 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 on the way of getting some justice for the survivors
1: <laughs> some justice yeah i mean i don't think it'll get back to israel there's no way and most of the billionaires the dubins weckners they're going to be protected but if she could get some, go sideways or down, you know, Sarah Kellen, maybe Jean-Luc Brunel, some of the underlings. Well, actually, Brunel, is, it, that would be pretty big, too. But, you know, uh, I just don't see it getting to the level of uh, the very super wealthy, the the Leon Black, Robert Kraft, Jamie Diamond, Staley, Dubins. All That's just, they're going to be protected. And the mega group will be protected, uh, sad to say with the Steinharts and, of course, Leslie Wexner is the most infamous name in that. But there's a whole group of those guys. Uh, They're the Sunborn Institute 2.0 that have been uh, working on human trafficking ever since the Jewish agency made a deal with the Nazis to start moving uh, people into Palestine to annex the land away from those people. So this has been going on a long time, and that's why they got the sweetheart deal in Florida. And Barry Kershaw gets an award from the ADL, so did Dershowitz. I mean, you can see exactly who is behind this. This is something that Glenn and, uh, and Jeff Epstein just made up on their own and said, let's just, let's just uh, become billionaires in trafficking children. And you can see in the beginning uh, where they're going around looking for the nubiles and they're looking through trailer parks and middle schools and things like that. It wasn't professional yet. This was a, a sick hobby that these two had. Uh, but because of Maxwell and her father, association with Israeli intelligence, when they brought him into the fray, They tried at gun running and a bunch of other things that they weren't very proficient at, but they found their niche in this uh, sexual exploitation, something they're both heavily involved in. Then it gets scaled up on the professional level um, in the late 90s, early 2000s. So that's when you start getting a pipeline from these modeling institutions uh, on a a professional level. So MC Squared and, of course, Victoria's Secret and so on, Uh, because it doesn't really jive if they're getting models on the regular that they're going to be able, why would they be looking around at trailer parks and things like that? I've got to shut off WhatsApp. It's in my ear just going nuts. a like
0: a ding, the ding, the ding when I'm talking and I'm like, look, yeah.
1: I'm, look, I yeah. started, don't ask yeah. me to do tech stuff. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. I'm a total Indian savage when it comes to that. Part.
0: <laughs> so when you started on this, right, 13 years ago, I mean, what's happening now and what's happened over the last couple of years was a long off dream a long off mission did it seemed you ever too good to be true right
1: when they got epstein i was like what uh it, why you know <laughs> i just couldn't believe it it happens sometimes i mean they got dennis Hastert a little while back he was the speaker of the house in the u.s congress he'd been raping little boys and he had done that for decades and was the most powerful person in congress but they did throw him under the bus eventually um and it, when thing, and like when Harvey Weinstein went to prison, that one was like I was kind of holding my breath because we all know what he did. I mean, there were so many victims saying, Ugh. you know, all different manner of rape that he was involved in. But now he's in jail. So these, it, these people are not invincible, uh, especially with the internet. And a lot of it is because of people like us. Uh, well, actually, all of our audiences. But it's the... Yeah alternative media that can actually put pressure on these things that makes it so that the three letter networks can't ignore it anymore they have to give uh some credence to it and start pushing and right now it's really big target on these child traffickers and uh exploitation. you'll see i mean in I- israel which is central in this epstein ring and as as so was the Kushner ring with trump too they're competing cartels and the, the way i explain it but uh, quickly on that, Charles Kushner set up a honey trap for Governor McGreevy in New Jersey, and that he introduced his Israeli boyfriend to him in Israel. Right, uh, and he worked with Erti Timer as a, an Israeli billionaire who uh, works with the Jewish Agency, uh, which has been trafficking children for seventy years, trafficking people. Um, so, but they didn't even have laws against human trafficking there until two thousand six. I mean, they are discussing it in the 90s, and they finally uh, they finally started making rules against it. For But they didn't start off with um, human trafficking completely. They cut it up into categories. So you've got exploited labor, and then you've got uh, sex slavery, and so on. And there was an uh, Israeli woman, her name was Zebhaf Gal- Galon, who was in the Knesset and made these arguments. But what it was that won them over to finally start making rules about The victims of human trafficking wasn't the horror of being lured to Israel under some false pretense like, oh, you're going to be a nanny or you're going to have this job or that. And they're getting all these Eastern Europeans and then just taking their passport away and forcing them to work in brothels. No, it was because they uh, it was disturbing the Jewish majority demographic. And they treated them as illegal aliens. So once they were of age, uh, they were no longer desirable sexually. They deported them back to wherever they stole them from based on illegal immigration. So that you would think something like that. And, th- and this is this country whose president was convicted of rape, uh, who two prime ministers are on the Epstein rap, Ehud Barak and Ehud Omar um both of whom helped hide rapists catholic church style when they got caught like ari Sher, who had a child trafficking ring in brazil pictures of uh some of the kids that they were selling smut online of had the israeli consulate swimming pool in the background so they got busted george Stein, or, or george steinberger and uh ari Sher and ari Sher just got moved around by ahud barak and now we've got photos of ahud barak outside of epstein properties he also went to the island it's, this is a big mess, but I don't expect any of this to go back to Israel. I mean, we can't even get, we cannot even admit that they're colonizing the West Bank and shooting children right. almost every Friday. Like right. none of that is ever on the American news and it never will be. And what you catch makes you think and say, well, how do they have so much influence over the media and Congress?
0: Right.
1: Blackmail. And that's you know, that's the way it goes. And it's so deep, but. I still think this is a, it was a catharsis for me to be like, oh, Epstein's in jail. And when he got murdered and they just outsourced to the mob to kill him in the jail, when they murdered him, choked him with an electric cord, by the way, that's how they did it. I was just, my heart sank because I was like, yeah, I wanted him to die, but not until after he had trial, right? Right. Right. And it was just like, well, they got to get Maxwell's the only one left that has all, that really has everything, you know? You know, and that black book had a bunch of Epstein's numbers in it too. So it may have been hers, it may have been theirs, whatever. In
0: your your research, was was there ever a point when you felt that she wasn't as connected as we're we're, we're led to believe, or you absolutely knew all along that they were, you know, this unholy alliance?
1: I looked at Epstein as a cutout, and I thought Maxwell was more of the, she was really the middle woman doing orders, because what they're supposed to be doing is spying on US science and technology. And they're supposed to be using blackmail to enforce anything that goes in that direction. So if you need to bend a politician, you can. Uh, they stole micro wire, for example, as a technology out of New Jersey. It can, it midair can direct um, artillery to different positions and things. These are things that they were stealing from the United States. Uh, and they're able to do that and able to get in bed. and. Because of a flaw in the system in the US and how they treat our, our scientists and private industries, that's a whole lot of other topic, but uh, that was what they're supposed to be doing. But these two perverts, you know, like a, the the great flaw of any failed drug dealer is dipping into their own stash and both of them oh, were yeah. doing the same. Right. And it started like a pyramid scheme. They, they kept getting more and more female recruiters because it's easier to get young girls with other older uh, women. Uh, and they were making money, getting paid twenty thousand dollars a month to do that. And they had all these fictitious positions of secretaries and assistants and nannies and whatnot. And they it's it's hundreds, probably thousands of victims uh throughout when you add up all the years. So we haven't so even
0: scratched the surface yet. Not right? even close. And all the right. people
1: involved, I mean, a lot of them have been caught separately in other things, like Robert Kraft was getting uh, hand jobs from Chinese sex slaves in Florida, and you're thinking he's a billionaire. He could go to Vegas and legally get a hooker. Right. What is he doing right. in Florida? Right. I mean, right. Because this is a pathological thing, and this is a power thing to these people. Uh, they do it so often and so much that it's like, well, he's in Florida. He didn't want to go to Vegas or whatever. And he, what are they doing? Why are they behaving like this? This is a sick thing, and it's on. And for some of them, it's on an occultic level. And I, I wanted to mention something when you, y'all were talking about uh, Wayfair. First of all, the CEO did not resign. That's not true.
0: Is, is uh, that not true? Like, interesting. No, it isn't. They, okay. There's
1: things in there that this is what I consider Pizzagate 2.0 because Arthur Podesta is a bunch of perverts that you know, are, yeah, absolutely. But what they did is they took, uh, when the ball started rolling the right direction, they want to kick it so that you get a dog chasing their own tail. So they put out all this disinformation saying, oh, there's a police sketch in Spain of these two guys. It was actually two sketches of the same guy. It wasn't the same time the Podestas were there. They said there were tunnels underneath the pizza parlor. Not true. Things that you can go and look at and, de- and debunk in seconds. I've, like, I've heard no plenty about here.
0: Podestas. Right. I mean, they were also apparently in Portugal as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: but are they are guilty. They got all the weird out there. They're absolutely, the emails are weird and so on. But yeah. they put out all the disinfo and mixed it with the real info to discredit it on purpose. And this is what you have with Wayfair. If there's anything there at all, nobody's going to ship a kid inside of a cabinet, right? Like when you're talking about smuggling someone across the border, they're in on it. They want to go, so they sit there quietly. If the cabinet's heavy or something, and the kid knows they're being picked up, they start making noise and banging on it and everything else to get out of there, right? They're not complicit in the crime. So what they're doing is they're adding different and more and more levels of ridiculousness to someness to something so that most people go oh that and they're trying to get prominent journalists who are chasing down more credible or at least stories that have a lot more evidence than the circumstantial evidence of oh well so-and-so's name matches this name like well, oh how many girls are named mad well my issue
0: my issue with the names actually it wasn't like it wasn't, it wasn't a cabinet called, for example, Sonia Poulton. It was just Sonia. And then they went, okay, the Sonia went yeah. missing. And so, right. uh, you means know. Right, nothing. Yeah, but, but I do understand, as I said, I do understand people's need to try and make sense of all this stuff. People are flooded with information. They are hearing all of this information. And people are desperate to help. I receive emails from people saying, how They're can good I people. help? But you know, the way we're I helping
1: get... them is to put them back on the right direction. Like this just happened to come out the same week that Maxwell's getting her bail denied and all that, you know, like stick, look, we got them. Don't let go. Like we got them by the neck.
0: Who do you feel's behind it? Who would benefit from putting out that information?
1: The same people that did it before the same people that polluted all the information on nine 11 and JFK and everything else. The ones that did it. I mean, that's an Israeli propaganda wing. They do the same thing. Every time there's a school shooting, they're out there in like two seconds saying it's I fake mean, and it's I, to get your guns, right? I, I, Without I even some, letting the bodies like hit the ground. They're out I there have saying, some oh. concerns
0: if we're only going to focus on, as you say, the Israeli propaganda wing because propaganda wing is strong. And just from London HQ, for example. And so I would hate anybody to think that we're, again, because that's a very narrow prism. I understand the power. Don't get me wrong. I understand the links between Israel Oh, it's not narrow. Let, let, like, let me
1: ask you a couple questions. If Boris Johnson got caught raping women and was thrown in jail, do you think it would be in the news?
0: Uh, probably. 100%
1: not. it would be. If he raped a woman right now, got convicted, and was thrown in prison for no, it, if he was convicted. there's no way the world wouldn't know.
0: If he was convicted, no okay. well, that's yeah. a whole different thing. If Trump thing. did that
1: same thing, well, that happens in Israel. That happened with Moshe Katsev. Did you hear about it? No. Right. I, I the, thing, the things saying. they do. Like, if you, want to talk about, if you want to get away with a crime, just involve the Israelis and the U.S. won't touch it.
0: I, I, oh, you're talking about strictly uh, Israeli U.S. relations in, in, in regard to that. That's what you're talking well, about. Well, it's because
1: the U.S. has power over everyone else. So, like, it's just like with Hoover. Hoover's g men had blackmail on so many uh, figures, but Costello Lansky had the blackmail on Hoover. So, if you blackmail the blackmailer, you now have everything they have. Like vampires. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And well, let's carry niche. on. Let's carry on on that road, Sean. I say about sort of debunking those myths because Ryan's going to take us through nine eleven and all of the toxic flooding that, got, so, you know, um, know, that enable of, people. Yeah. A couple of
2: quick, couple of quick questions before nine eleven. Then, can Ryan? Can you just tell people how they can support you? Now you've been kicked off PayPal, and you, I know you've got your map there, and I've shown it to people on my channel a few times. Your map.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I kicked off Patreon and PayPal and about 10 other things. And, you know, but I do still have a website, knock on wood. It's the Anti-Neocon Report for short. It's just ANCReport.com. And people can either do a sign up for a monthly plan or they can do ANCReport.com slash tips for a one time donation. And if I've got a new baby on the way and this is like the worst timing, I'm fine until like the end of August. But if I don't get monthly revenue, I'm going to have to hang this up and start working in Japan doing something else. So,
2: so and I'm ones. not
1: the only one. They go after they go after journalists all the time. And When you get you get flack when you're over the target and I don't chase these distraction things. I go right after the ones I know who are doing it. And I that's why I get censored so much. Uh, They want to break me financially.
2: And Ryan's links will be in the description box below this video, wherever you've seen it, especially on YouTube. Final Maxwell question then before 9-11. Will she get suicided? Will she do a plea bargain and go to prison? Will she snitch and cooperate? Uh, Will she just try and fight the case? How's it going to play out?
1: well she's already in prison like will she stay alive until july 12th is the big question wow. suiciding her the way they did <laughs> do
0: you mean august the 12th to suicide
1: mean- her after suiciding epstein with all these eyeballs on it was going to be difficult uh unless they co her that's one way they could do it is say she died of the <laughs> coof, just give her extra medicine or a you know, little pill or whatever they could co her way out and they could also just suicide her and knowing how bad it's going to look because not suiciding you know, or would look even worse because man, this goes right to the heads of the heads, right? The Clinton crime syndicate, which is the Clinton Bush syndicate. Uh, because some of the names on that map, for example, like Conrad Black and uh, who was at the board of Holliger and, and he, he owned the sun newspaper with uh, Michael H Steinhardt, who's also been accused of sexually harassing his own employees uh, Hollinger also had Kissinger on the board, who was the first pick to to head up the 9/11 Commission. Uh, but those goobers with Joseph Schmidt and so on. And I've I've done videos on this with Mary Kay Letourneau and all this, and it it is the sickest thing. She's the one that got pregnant by a 13 year old boy. She just died a couple weeks ago, actually. Mm. Um, but she her student got her pregnant. She was raping a 13 year old. There, uh, her. Let's see, is her uncle? I think it was, they had a baby that had human hair wrapped around its penis so tight it was going to castrate the baby. The hospital had to get the hair off. This is the kind of, the sickness. If you want to get into this really sick people, it's people like Louis Leibovitz, who was Cheney's chief of staff. He was a lawyer for the Mossad. Uh, He was a lawyer for Mark Rich, actually. Mark Rich and Pincus Green were both caught human trafficking. And, uh, oh my gosh, the transfer pricing they did in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe in zambia in zambia they ran the copper mines and the level of exploitation is just insane and one way out of such a thing is selling people and uh, one of the side effects a lot of these wars with the uh, civil war in sudan and then the support for boko haram and also and things like this in northern africa is to create uh, the black markets thrive under those conditions so you end up with a lot of child prostitution, child uh, soldiers, things like this. There's 9.2 million slaves in Africa right now. Uh, And I've made documentaries about it and I've talked about the Biafran War and I've gone so deep into this. Uh, I can't get Black Lives Matter to give me two seconds. Uh, yeah apparently the black lives don't matter to black lives matter this is a wow. marxist movement but
0: yeah oh, but it is a marxist movement we must remember mm-hmm. that and the philosophy is i mean the, the truth is is that for many people as indeed it should black lives absolutely do matter but black lives matter do not matter
1: well the slogan isn't what it means i mean it's like no, it of course isn't. fascism is bad but that's not what you're doing <laughs> you not right. fighting fascism
0: exactly so.
1: It's But people really need to understand this thing. Like Patrick Ho, who was laundering money in Chad in Uganda, was at MCC with Epstein. Uh, And Epstein and Maxwell were bragging about this stuff, how they were bribing African dictators and so on. And, you know, and that's on behalf of other states because one of the things, like, in Israel's wars in the Middle East, they use a lot of mercenaries through proxies. Saudi Arabia is just as bad in this. Also, what Saudi Arabia is doing to Yemen right now is just unconscionable. They're starving them to death. But they use a lot of uh, Sudanese mercenaries, North African mercenaries, uh, you know, and, and a lot younger than eighteen, by the way. And they throw them in as cannon fodder into these wars. And it's that's that war in Yemen's about controlling the maritime Silk Road, uh, which a lot of Western powers benefit from. But you know, you got to be careful, of the tar babies. If people understood the despotism in Africa right now, it could serve as a, a sort of. Um, archetype for how the whole gambit works into creating these conflicts and wars which thus then creates the atmosphere where kids can just go missing where people are bought where well, you have both legal and like well not sound legal, just gone again age and underage prostitution right so if you really want to strike the root of this you got to be anti-war because the war is what causes all the rest of it
2: it's the sound on there end. don't worry about it we're just going to keep going more people right. will watch it from the recording than the live. So I just it's, wondered it's just whether fine. it was mine
0: again or not. That no it's gone not. yours is completely
2: fine. Mm. Well, everybody's completely fine. All right, so, so Ryan, you've got this mega five hour documentary. I watched yeah. the introduction to it earlier. You, good grief, I mean, how much, how, many, uh, how much research years does it take to do all that? <laughs>
1: uh, I put that, I can't remember if I put that out in 2014 or 15. But basically from September 11th until then, what happened was uh, around, gosh, my date's going to be wrong but 2011 or so, I had a lot of FOIA documents going over FBI field office reports on the West and East Coast. Most of it was redacted here and there, but they make these reports in redundancy. There's like a six section report, for example, on these sort of infamous dancing Israelis, that different parts are redacted from different sections so if you have enough time and you want to go over a thousand eight hundred pages of material you can and then i went and i found out like the birthday parties they had held and the, the party they actually had a party on september 10th in brooklyn and i called up the dj from the flyer in the party so i could get more names and things and just dig and dig and dig and uh it took many, many years, actually. And it was so difficult because there's so much disinformation about 9-11 that, you know, from the, the Jonestown. I'm wearing my Gay Frogs Jonestown shirt right now. Alex Jones has done such a disservice because he grabs everything with no filter and then, boom, a million people just heard it. And you just got it. You have to sit there and listen to them talk about what they think they know about physics for about three hours before you can even mention one name or mm-hmm. one culprit that was involved. They're like they building and fell build too fast. I'm like great, I agree. Now you want to know who did it? No, they don't. They want to argue about thermite or whatever, you know. And not I'm like, if someone burns your house down, does it matter if they use gasoline or kerosene? Or it doesn't really. You want to know why they did it and who did it, right? And the purpose of 9/11 was to replace the Cold War trillion dollar budgetary expenditures with the war on terrorism. And the stage one was Afghanistan, so we liberate the opium because they use the narcotics as a, as a um, black budget to finance terrorists. So a lot of Al-Qaeda in Syria and Libya were financed through narco trade. And that's, that's why we we're in Vietnam as well. I mean, you went from the Golden Triangle to the Golden Crescent. And Al-Qaeda was first created by the United States in Afghanistan to fight uh, the Soviets. Sure. So, you know, they didn't just originate by themselves from Osama bin Laden. They're working hand-in-glove with Pakistan ISI. Uh, they had a series of banks called the BCCI uh, set up by Saudi Arabia on behalf of the U.S. through this thing called the Safari Club. And you want to know who organized that, who happened to be the director of the CIA in 1976? Which is probably in this book. I'm guessing I haven't got a chance to read it, but it was George Bush Sr. Yeah, it's right behind Sean's head there. The other one, that book. Sorry, similar time. I got it behind me. But yeah, the... um. Safari Club was originally made to mess around with African states. Uh, they, they usually, first they beta test on Native American reservations, then they mess with Latin America, then they mess with Africa, and they go in a little order like this. Uh, that's changed now. Africa has dropped below Latin America. Latin America is starting, starting to rise up. But they, uh, they did this thing where, first of all, the Israelis in the U.S. has already had a jointly, like uh, a shared intelligence nexus between the Mossad and the newly formed CIA uh since the assassination of kennedy and i'll just leave that can of worms on the table Uh, but they brought the saudis in because after the 1973 war of yom kippur there was uh, a gas shortage in the united states people were in lines because the opec uh nations decided to hold gas the largest reserves of uh oil and gas especially light crude in the middle east is saudi arabia so George for senior decided to bring them into the fray to break the cartel so that the gas weapon was off the table and join uh, the U S and the Israelis. And he did it through the monarchy. So you get figures like Bandar Bush, who was the head of the equivalent of the CIA in Saudi Arabia, who are instrumental in financing nine 11 hijackers. And the thing is, and they did dry runs and everything. And we know their names and we've caught them with money, uh, money laundering. We know the methods where they did it in our own FBI knows, but to get this information over the hump of Alex Jones is very difficult because they want to tell you hijackers are still alive and uh, I, I wouldn't worry too
0: much about that. What I'm more interested in is, is the disinformation that you feel was really problematic to the true story of 9 11. What do you consider to be the most egregious disinformation that was put out and problematic?
1: The silliest is probably stay in airplanes or holograms, but I don't think that was the most damaging. I think this the the really silly stuff only hits your lowest common denominator. It's the kind of stuff that's not as over the top that was more damaging. But it's mostly just been like a huge circle of, of just People focusing solely on the physical collapses of the buildings and how fast they ought to come down or not or whatever. And I'm like, Jesus, we have people in jail, put in jail for 10 years who are doing illegal work on the Twin Towers, on the fire suppression systems. The people that hired them, fake credentials, letters of references, and the thing their name was uh, Sergei Denko and Dave Connell. I have the district attorney letters for it and everything. They, and they arrested a, a cell that burned a woman to death. Catherine Smith was burned to death. She was worked at the DMV. A lot of these people got a uh, driver's license in Tennessee because it's a state that didn't require social security numbers at the time. Uh, the head of this cell, his name was Khalido Dalla. He had six other people uh, under him. They all got arrested after September 11th on the charges on an unrelated sting. This was serendipitous, though, because they were getting their fake IDs for aero trucks because there were truck bombings that's a, just put a pin in that i'll get back to it uh aero trucks is how is like where you get Ryder and all the other furniture moving cop uh, trucks that were used by uh, certain intelligence agencies the fronts moving things in and out of the towers but they got caught the judge knew but they couldn't try him on 9 11 officially the key witness died the day before the trial set on fire inside her own car a car that was given to her by o'dala himself but we know that they were doing illegal work because when they got arrested, uh, Sakura Hamad, who was one of the guys, his cousin was also involved, had a pass to do work at the World Trade Center dated September 5th, 2001. They were illegally doing work on the fire suppression system. So when those planes hit, there was nothing there. There were no sprinklers. Nothing came on. They wanted to ensure maximum damage uh, from the impact. And they had to back up, uh, you know, to add to that as well. But like... There, the people that are saying, well, building, fell, building seven fell in six seconds. I'm like, great, bravo. I'm glad you like learned that one day. Like, Please, let's keep going forward and not just going in circles about the same information Try, you try and get everybody on earth to learn step one. Like, Let's go to step two, three, four. Like, we have the names. They did a dry run of 9-11 in 1999. How many people know that?
0: I I, I, I would personally like to address what you just said there because I absolutely take your point. But the problem is, for some people, it is too far to go. This wasn't how you were told it was. So for some people, they have to take it in stages. They can't go from naught to one hundred. You've travelled this path a long, long How many years? Way. You want
1: to wait? Though. I mean, it's been almost twenty years. Like when are I, we going to I get absolutely past understand. The building fell too fast, based on eyeballing it.
0: I absolutely, you know? I absolutely understand. I mean, but the problem is, is that. We're talking about a multi layered corruption, aren't we? I mean, you only had to. Well, I think the- a good
1: way to present it to them is to point out because a lot of I understand your point there. Like, somebody like, what would our government do this or why would our government allow sure. another government to do it? Sure. Whatever. The U.S. and Israel did Iran Contra throughout the 80s where they murdered about 33,000 people, not 3,000. And this went on for years and years, and they, they had same, similar methods of uh, laundering money and so on. They're doing it with ISIS right now in Syria, by the way. This isn't a unique event. This was actually much easier than those much larger ongoing operations. And the only reason Iran-Contra fell apart is because the CIA-trained plane crashed in Nicaragua with the goods. and then they, But then we had this massive trial with Ali North and everybody on. And they all just well, almost all just ended up getting pardoned or commuted. You know, nobody really got in trouble. But if you don't think that intelligence agencies lie and do illegal things, like you don't know anything about intelligence agencies. That's all they do.
0: Oh, absolutely. Ever done. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. This isn't me. I'm talking about some people I talk to and they're like, no, this is just too far. Whatever it is, whatever, anything. Cause generally I look at official narratives and I go, does that actually stand up to scrutiny? And the moment that it doesn't, then I start to look for deeper holes within it. You know, that that's how I approach things, but not everybody does. And some people feel really overwhelmed by the idea that these mass deceptions have taken place around us. That's overwhelming for some people. I mean, well, I mean,
1: they don't even the ones that are like, well, I trust everything on TV or whatever. Our own FBI, our own government admit this is the official story that Saudi Arabia laundered money to these people. You had a guy named Osama Basnan and Omar Bayumi who gave money to two 9/11 hijackers, Nawaf Al Hazmi and Khalid Al midhar They used their real names. They're living in California. Uh, Osama Basnan's wife, her name was. <clears throat> Majedda Dwida Ket, and she gave money. <clears throat> she gave money to Madal uh, Bajara, who was uh, the wife of Omar Bayumi, who worked for the Saudis. He bought an apartment for the hijackers. They're going to flight schools. <laughs> like They're going to flight schools after the Bojanka plot, plot uh, set by Ramsey Youssef, who attacked the World Trade Center in 1993 with a rider truck bomb. You, there is no way. You can say, oh, we didn't expect this to be airplanes when they had a plot to hijack airplanes from the Philippines and ram them into targets in the United States. When you've got people who are involved in the USS Cole bombing, right? they're already on Interpol's most wanted list, on the State Department's no-fly list, etc. And they're going to flight schools in the United States and you can't figure out they're going to use a plane as a weapon. And then you've got Saudi, not just some Saudis, but Saudi intelligence agencies, buy them an apartment, live with them for a month. Monitored money through Riggs Bank and other means that helped them with logistical support. You've got the Israelis living next door to them and then one Israeli company actually gave, gave, moved them from New Jersey to Florida, gave them logistical support. Our Miami field office contacted Newark to say, classic international movers took a 9-11 hijacker, a suspect at that time, ended up, uh, it, it was, he was the one with the Mohammed Atta, I believe. Um, oh, I always mess his name up, it doesn't matter. They, you, you've got nine eleven hijackers being given uh, logistical support by the Israelis. Now that wasn't just some um, young kids that decided to help out uh, some immigrant from Saudi Arabia or whatever. It was intelligence agency. They were celebrating the attacks. They were filming the first plane hitting, flicking lighters and jumping up and down. You know these guys that were that got caught doing that, all of them are Israeli. They worked uh, for a man who owned an outfit called urban moving systems as a moving company in New Jersey, not to be confused with another one of the same name that exists right now. That one has nothing to do with it. I want, don't, so don't go harass them or anything. It's pretty common uh, names, but urban moving systems was, was um, this outfit uh, that Zem and others had used. And the guys that get caught celebrating at Dork towers, which was just a straight site to the world trade center. They're filming it and celebrating it. You had people like uh, Odette Elmer, you had Sivan Kersberg, and Yaron Schmuel. And Sivan the driver, his brother, Paul Kersberg, was later picked up uh, with another man, um, Mama Mari, who's asleep in the back of the van. So there's three of them who were witnessed celebrating. The bolo, the be on the lookout, goes out. When they get pulled over in the van later, there's five of them in the van. One of them is the driver's brother. Paul Kersberg, in his testimony, and he's just digging through this, they they whited it out, but in the footnote, they forgot to white out that he had um, received, that they were sent there by the Jewish agency, uh, the precursor to the Israeli government, the one involved in in moving humans, and the one same group that made a deal with the Nazis. The JA uh, is completely dependent on Earth-Time Wertheimer I met me- with Bernard Carrick in Israel in August, August 26th to 28. He's the police commissioner of New York City. And he got a quarter uh, million dollar bribe there. And uh, unexplained, by the way, but Wertheimer didn't give it to him directly. He gave it to this guy called Steve Whitcoff, a Marvel dealer in New York, who then gave it to Carrick's wife. Carrick, by just- the way, went to jail for fraud for 10 years. He worked the Gambino crime syndicate. It, it takes this just why this is a five hour documentary because' yeah, like it, I can't I can't possibly go over it all. Like,
0: exactly, but I'm this very is off the top of my head too. The thing like, is <laughs> absolutely, but I'm very conscious of the time we have, and there's stuff that I really want you to be able to convey before that time runs out. And I sense that frustration in you where you're like, this is twenty years now. We need to move this on. What is it you feel that could be conveyed that could move this debate, not this debate, this discussion on?
1: people should watch Empire Unmasked. Like, that's, that's why I made it. Um, I want to have that, you know, Epstein's in prison moment. Because that for me, there was a period where I wasn't doing Epstein every day. I, like, I put the work in. I couldn't get people to listen. And I was like, ah. But we did get them to listen to about uh, the DC Madame and that sex ring. And at first, with the Finder's cult, which was in the 80s as another um, ring, they recently released FBI documents on that, about 300 pages through Twitter, nonetheless, last year. So we're being vindicated on a lot of things. So I have a hope yeah. that the 9-11, the real 9-11 truth, I call it 9-11 truth for grown-ups, grownups, uh, is going to have its day in the sun. Like people are ready to hear the real story. And I'm willing to sit down and, and discuss it with anybody. Uh, I've, I put so much work into this and I think... I think people are ready to hear that. And you know, Alex and a lot of these blowhards are kind of stepping away. Alex has just become a Trump guy. Now he was the main reason, like everything else is Alex Jones, that guy, uh, whether you like him or not, he messed up nine 11 truth. Uh, he completely took it over, promoted loose change, loose change got everything wrong about nine 11, except for the date. That's about the only thing they get right. Uh, I think the days of all this disinformation is starting to pass. And that's kind of what happened with Epstein. Like all the weirdos quit because the story died down. But other people kept pushing and pushing and pushing and we got him right? I'm trying to say I'm back... not a weirdo. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're not. No, we're, we are weird for staying on it the whole time. Like, yeah,
2: like... Let, me, let me ask you about the options trading then because 9-11 was my wake-up call. And if people have not seen that oh, I was on yeah. my channel... I was an options trader and options move very fast up and down. You can bet things are going up, you can bet things are going down. In the days before 9-11, the put options, people betting, the airlines are going to go down. The trading volume went off the scale. Mm -hmm. And now that is a complete anomaly. So it was headline news after 9-11. We're going to trace these trades. It's got to be the terrorists. We're going to hold these guys accountable. And then it completely disappeared out of right. the news. and the DTCC I'll, I'll refuses to subpoena, subpoena explain people. Why, why it did completely disappear <laughs> out
1: of the news? So the DTCC, which is supposed to, this is like where these things would have been processed, nobody got subpoenaed. No one's really looking hard because they already know the answer. Is it terrorists? In a sense, yeah, they are terrorists because they're involved in 9/11. Mm. But is it the classic, you know, Muslim with the bomb? No, it isn't. This is corporate America. Well, it's actually, I wouldn't say just corporate America. It's these corporations are multinational. They just forget about borders and all that. This cabal at the very top doesn't have any loyalty, any piece of dirt. Uh, they are just loyal to themselves and they've, they've got their own societies. I don't know if I can explain this in 12 minutes, but the put options should have been a huge red flag. Anybody in wall street, any stock trader would be like, that's not possible. Someone had foreknowledge. There's no way everybody decided, oh, Mm -hmm. this particular airline is going to tank tomorrow. And the trades were traced
2: back to an investment bank.
1: Well, they're the bank, but they don't have the individuals. Nobody got subpoenaed.
2: But Buzzy Buzzy was um, head of that bank, wasn't he? Former CIA?
1: (laughs) Not only that. Uh, Former CIA, and then he also worked with our greatest ally. So... So no. basically,
2: let me, just, let me just put this in, in layman's terms then. The trades were traced, and it disappeared out of the news because they were traced back to an investment bank run by ex-CIA. So not only did they know it was coming, they profited from it. And anybody who had any knowledge about those trades was interviewed by the feds, and they deputized those people, which means you can't say one word about what you've just told me or else we're going to throw you in prison. And that's how they contained the whole thing.
1: With the and trains. the head of the bin Laden unit and Able Danger were murdered. And it's just, it's par for the course for these people. But I think because of BitChute and brand new Tube and e- even early YouTube before they got bought by Google, gave the public and, and journalists an opportunity to get the stories out, to get, to get these books. You know, people write books because now you have a place to sell them, you can reach everybody. You know. Before that, they didn't worry about it. And so I think the reason they're all going down now is because when Epstein started this, there was no internet. It was before 1995. There was no internet, uh, no World Wide Web or anything. So they thought, I'll get away with it. And they did a lot of things that were really sloppy. But now there is an internet, and all the slop is still there to go look at. And even September 11th, they're a bit more cautious there. But it basically got blamed on Al-Qaeda and then we went into Iraq. But in the movie that, we're, that you brought up, The Empire and Mass, what bothers me the most about September 11th isn't just all the people killed in New York and D.C. and Pennsylvania. It's the fact that it acted as an excuse to invade a country that had already been starved with sanctions to mm-hmm. half a million mm-hmm. children. So
0: much changed. You know? The world changed.
1: And it's just they did that through anthrax. They said that um, Saddam Hussein... Had passed a vial of anthrax to Mohammed Atta at a meeting in Prague, which never happened. There was no meeting. Iraq didn't have anthrax and neither did Al Qaeda. They ultimately blamed it on Bruce ivans who was suicided. So it was Perry Mixol, that also worked at Fort Dietrich in the lab where the anthrax had gone missing. That same lab had had anthrax go missing <laughs> in 1993 as well, uh, just before the first World Trade Center attack. They never followed up on it because that one got botched. They parked in the wrong area and da 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 What bothers me is this war in Iraq, it not only just shredded all American credibility and over 6,000 soldiers, about a million Iraqis died that wouldn't have otherwise. They turned that country upside down. And the basis for the lie, the basis of invading Iraq was that they were breaking UN Security Resolution 1441. That was stipulated about weapons of mass destruction. It wasn't true. They were not breaking it. Judith Miller, who'd been lying about Iraq since Oklahoma City, actually since 1993, World Trade Center bombing. She's a serial liar. She was the one that was in the New York Times saying that they've got VX gas and anthrax and mobile weapons labs. They did not have mobile weapons labs. Uh, she's the last person to talk to David Kelly, who was murdered in the UK, by the way. Uh, by the Tony Blair can...
2: salt did the same scam on the British public. here. What do you think of Tony Blair's role in it?
1: Tony Blair is also in the Black Book of Epstein. <laughs> Tony Blair was, you know, George Bush's lapdog. He just went along. Yes. They went on the whole plan and both of them answered uh, to the man above uh, who lives down south in the Middle East because they got him. They got him both in the book. George Bush uh, Jr. with, you know, about Karl Rove and Jeff Gannon, you know, that story (laughs) George Bush's spiritual advisor, Ted Haggard, was caught doing crystal meth and banging a male prostitute as he's supposed to be a Christian televangelist. And then they were allowing a homosexual escort uh, posing as a journalist in and out of the White House without having to sign in, by the way. And he made reference to internal government memos about the Plame affair before they were public. The Plame affair was about Valerie Plame, who was a clandestine CIA agent who worked for a front company called Brewster Jennings and Associates, which was used. Their their job was uh, preventing nuclear weapons proliferation. Pretty important. They got ousted, and in ousting her, uh, that ousted Bruce Jennings as and an associate, so it's been every other agent that was using that as cover also had their cover blown, an enormous loss to our, our capacity of intelligence. But they wanted to lie about nuclear weapons so that if they created the cloud of darkness around them, they could then lie about Iran and Iraq, and they did. They said, oh, Iraq's trying to procure yellow cake uranium from Niger. They were not. And that lie was so stupid. This is Gurbana Far and Ladin, same guys that worked in Iran concert, by the way, Michael Ledeen. Um, Huge expose on that, on ERMEP, by the way, from, with Grant F. Smith. He's got the goods on it. They um, they made up this lie, and it was so bad. They had an obsolete for, uh, foreign minister signature on the documents, somebody that wasn't even there. So that would be like... Um, you know donald rumsfeld signing something right now or whatever like he's not even part of the trump administration you know I mean? that's how sloppy it was at obsolete military seals it, the dates were wrong from the beginning and the bottom of the document the, the beginning is 2000 and down it's in the 90s later it was definitely fake and even the cia said it was fake like this is they're they're evil but they're not stupid <laughs> like this is too bad but george bush put in a speech anyway Uh, So it's just, they they lied, but the source of the information about the meeting in Prague and the anthrax, which is how they legally got the war going in Iraq, came from Israeli security forces. They lied to James Woolsey, also former DCI of the CIA, James Woolsey, hardcore Zionist. He brought it back to the PNAC group with uh, Robert Kagan and William Crystal, who published it in the Weekly Standard. And then you had Fred Barnes and just the, the regular suspects all lying about anthrax. And then eventually it ends up with like Tim Russert and Robert Novak and all the talking heads at that time would have been like Bill O'Reilly. I think Sean Hannity was still there. They all start lying. Condoleezza Rice gets on. She's the Secretary of State after Colin Powell. She lies. Dick Cheney lies. His lawyer lies. They all start lying about anthrax. The Israelis said, now you could say maybe they made a mistake, but no. First of all, they said they witnessed this transfer at this meeting. There was no meeting. So it's impossible to witness a transfer of anthrax at a meeting in Prague between Iraq and Al-Qaeda when there is no meeting in Prague. And it turned out Iraq didn't have anthrax. And it turned out Al-Qaeda didn't have anthrax. But somebody signed the note, said, death to America, death to Israel. P.S. Evil Muslims. Right. That was the note on the anthrax. And here's another thing, going back to Miller. She was sent a hoax letter of anthrax, but this is this is where they messed up really bad. Because all the planes got grounded on September 11th, the mail didn't arrive when they thought it was going to. And so they went ahead and wrote up a story and had identical notes. The hoax anthrax note that was sent to uh, Judas Miller had an identical copy of what was sent in an actual note of actual anthrax that were sent to Patrick Leahy and, and uh, Daschle. We were, that's another story. Leahy had the Leahy Amendment was going to forbid uh, weapons transfer to Israel. It would have ended them. So they tried to kill him. They uh, could not be considered copycat attacks because the letters, even though they were sent before the second set, they didn't get opened before. So there have been no media reporting on it. So there's no way somebody could have made a hoax letter and just, you know, watched the news and copied what was said and then sent it. Whoever sent the real anthrax also sent the hoax letter because there's no way of knowing what the note was going to say. So the person that, why, why would Al-Qaeda, if they're the one sending it, give Judith Miller, hardcore neocon pro-war, you know, a fake letter and send real anthrax to Patrick Leahy, who's trying to end military aid to Israel. And on the notes, it says, death to America, death to Israel. Gee, I wonder who did it, and then Israel lies and blames it on Iraq and blah blah. blah. I mean, they did. It's always them. They lie. They lied about Iraq. They're lying about Syria, and it's just that's just one example. Like I can go over the list. Every single pre-war lie. This was not big oil. That's the leftist Chomsky thing. Is oh, we went to Iraq to get oil. Ten seconds you can debunk that. Go look at how much oil was imported from Iraq before the war and after the war. It doesn't change. Do you know who got 77% of its oil uh, imports after the Iraq War? You can go look in, up at Forbes, 77%. Israel. Israel got 77% of its oil out of the Kurdish region in Iraq after the United States Army toppled Iraq on behalf of Israel. So, yeah, it was for oil, not for the United States. That oil went to the Israelis. And
0: it, was for it changed everything.
1: Over two-thirds of all their oil came from Iraq. Up until 2017 what happened in 2017 is the Peshmerga got smacked Uh, and you want to know who did that Soleimani and they assassinated him he kicked the Kurds out of Iraq because they were engaged in like this ethnic nepotism it's so sad These Sunni Shia and Kurds are all in their little tribes and it wasn't like that before but it's become like that sorry to say Uh, but Syria has been winning this war. And especially on the ISIS is supposed to be Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. Well, on the Iraqi half, they completely lost. And in Syria, they're all squished up in Idlib and Afrin up up near the Turkish border. And my intelligence sources are saying that near the end of August, it's all going down. There's going to be a, a conflict between Syria and the terrorists left in Idlib, which means Turkey. So Turkey versus Syria in a month or two.
2: How do you think they took out Dr. Michael Kelly?
1: I can't remember. I think they killed him in the woods. Uh, I, I don't remember. There's some. I've forgotten more about 9-11 than some of these kooks now, but I know the last person to talk to him on the computer was Judith Miller. Because like, she had written books about bioterrorism and stuff, so it makes sense that they'd be talking to each other. But I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I think he knew they were going to kill him.
0: Oh, because yeah, other
1: people, so. he, what he had done, his cardinal sin was saying that, uh, that these were lies because wh- what had happened on the anthrax is given names and, and the names are people like Richard Blee.
0: Absolutely I couldn't agree yeah. more. Ryan unfortunately we are constrained oh, right. by time. Well. <laughs> no no you, we, you're not letting you disappear yet and uh, and oh, I, I think at some stage certainly we would like to you know to, to talk to you more because you're clearly you know so deeply involved in this it you're passionate about it it obviously means a great deal to you I get that absolutely and I'm very reluctant to cut you short but as I say just the constraints of time and so is there like a, a sort of a take home that you would like people to just say somebody had just happened upon this conversation right now and they want to to dive in but they don't want to get lost in detail right now where would be the best place where they could just dive in and get sort of like like, you know, a rush of information that would be good, solid information.
1: With two things. The first thing, without even having to do research or anything, I'd say when you hear war propaganda, which you're going to hear about Iran, right. don't fall for
0: it. Right.
1: You got to question it. Whatever they end up doing, because Israel's already been attacking their nuclear sites and so on. They already killed their main general who was actually fighting ISIS, which is what we're supposed to do. You need to say, hey, wait a minute. You lied about Libya. You lied about Iraq. Right. You lie, it's lie, 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 lie. Why would I believe you on Iran? If you want a deep dive, I, I mean, there are a lot of great sites. I, I think a good one, you can watch War by Deception on YouTube. It's free. I made that uh, in 2004. But the Empire in Mass is the whole shebang. But that one you have to pay for, especially now, because I have no other way of making a living. <laughs> but I did put all the info in there. Um, I'm there's Justin well. Ramondo did great work mind. on antiwar.com. He's passed away now, but Justin Armando had a lot of information on the dancing Israelis. Um, and I've got all the documents and stuff published on ANC report. I have all the primary sources. Like I would be sued into oblivion with all the stuff I'm saying and saying names and stuff. If I was wrong, I'm not wrong. They don't want to touch this. That's why they just censor me instead. <laughs>
0: I'm all for naming names absolutely all for it Sean we wanted to before Ryan had to leave us we wanted to to, to sort of help him help us start our COVID conversation really because he, he's in a completely different part of the world to us <laughs> and he has his own knowledge and experience of uh, what's going on is there anything that else that you'd like to say to Ryan at all about 9-11 Sean are you quite happy no I'd just like to him? urge
2: people watching this to go and support Ryan and click down in the description box and subscribe to his channel on youtube subscribe to his channel on brand new tube and if a lot of people have you know written in and asked about the map with all of the epstein connections how do you get that and ryan will tell you how you get that right now
1: so to get the map it's huge too it's uh <laughs> the back of it so i don't want to speak of it it's a big large like thing to be on the wall Wait. but um wow it's it has one mistake on it, but that I was like, man, I know I'm going to misspell something or do something. Can't we see a little bit of it?
0: Can't we just see a little bit of it? We only saw the bit. back of it.
1: Here, here's a corner. You can see it's got the names and descriptions underneath and who they're connected to. My, is, my idea is to take, take that paper map and make a digital map that you can click on, and it'll give you all the information on suspect be or whatever you know whoever it is what they did
0: fantastic idea it'd
1: be a lot of work but i think it's worth it man we're talking about helping children survive i don't want this ever happening again and so and we got them now like they're finally on the defense for the first time in history these people they've been doing this forever uh they're they're losing they're in prison the rapist in hollywood the rapist you know that own island billionaires are getting in trouble so i'm excited about that to get a map uh, anybody that leaves a tip of $50 or more gets a map. And the reason it's that much is because of the international shipping and printing and so on and whatever and getting tubes and everything. But, um, and, I w- and we'll mail wherever. So That
0: was, that was a very hopeful that note you. that you just kind of almost signed off there and that is we've got them. Because so, what you're saying is we just have to keep increasing the heat on them. We've
1: now, got them it? on the defense. We don't have them. But right. we've got them on the D. We've They've always them, been we've on the offense. Close
0: enough. Yes.
1: Oh, we dude, she she's gonna start to plea. And it but the thing is, even if Jelaine said, Okay, it was Wexter and da 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 they'll right. be like, No, 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 no. Right? Like <laughs> they'll say, even if she tells, they won't tell us she told. Right? There there's a limit there. The fix is in. And Sean says, I agree with that. I, I hope I hope we're all wrong. I hope they all I mean, I hope that Dubins and Wexters all get what they deserve, but if she, if she
2: testifies against people, then when it goes to trial, that discovery has to be released to the accused's lawyers. So if she does snitch, there will be legal paperwork showing that she's snitched. There's a saying in prison, because people are always accusing each other of being snitches, show us the paperwork. So that would come out at some point.
1: Yeah. And she's a, a chomo. So she's not going to do well in prison, even in the women's side, but that's child molester for the uninitiated worse than that. But, you know, she's going to plead, she's going to give some names because this is a pompous socialite, which is a, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: a, another word for spoiled brat. She can't handle prison. She absolutely can't. She, she, she was so arrogant. She wanted to be housed in a luxury Manhattan hotel. This is how delusional, this woman is dumb. Mm-hmm. She she wrapped her phone in tinfoil, mm-hmm. which has been her undoing, mm-hmm. right? She's like, I'm hiding from the media, really. Why'd you wrap your phone in tinfoil, which wouldn't work, by the way. Mm-mm. By all accounts, she's dumb as a box of rocks. I remember Maria Farmer said that during the, while they're molesting her, she's like, Epstein's smart. He watches PBS. Like, like he's watching a math program, whatever. That's... It's I think that's a perfect
0: not. note to leave that on. Right, um, but, before oh, so the, to, the before map,
1: we... by the way, the address <laughs> to the map, I okay, that's ancreport.com slash tips. And you, you can give a dollar if you want, but if you give 50 or 51 or anything, that you'll end up with a map. But make sure that when you're filling it out that you give me an address. If you don't, I will still hunt you down and get your address. Like through email, but I really don't want to have to email everyone, you know, like make sure after you pay, there's a place where you can leave a comment. So just put your address or wherever you want to send it, PO box, whatever, in the comment and we'll get it to you. All
2: right. Before we go to Corona then, I know a lot of people watching this uh, were waiting for me to announce the five things I learned recently that were from someone who is credible and the volume was off on the live stream when that was announced. So I'm just going to repeat them now before we go to Corona. That is that Bill Clinton and Galay Maxwell were lovers. That the Black Book was not Epstein's, was Maxwell's. That Maxwell was up to no good with the shipping routes to Haiti and there's trafficking of kids. Haiti is really close to the pedo Island. i have Lolita, something
1: on that for later. Lolita Express about.
2: came from Maxwell. That was her attempt at humor. And the billionaires view Prince Andrew as a boring golf playing idiot who they're now <laughs> using, using as a smokescreen to keep their name out of the headline news. All right, then. So, Brian.
0: What
1: He's either the... an idiot or a comedic genius. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we'll go for the first one. The yeah, one that I'll go for the first one. I mean, Eric Weinstein's what's...
1: like, no one's that dumb. I'm like, oh, you don't interact with regular people enough.
0: <laughs> what's
2: Corona like in Japan?
1: So here's the thing. Um. We were the second country to have a case, as was China. It skipped Korea. uh, Korea actually had it down until patient 31. And this woman, she was in this like religious cult. She spread it everywhere. went to movie theaters, sauna. Just, And Korea was the second worst. And then it was Italy for a while. Now it's Brazil. But you remember back when it first hit, of course, it hits Asia first. Uh, What Japan did was very different from what the U S has done in many other nations. the First thing he did is close the borders immediately. No, no xenophobia. That didn't know like, No, close the borders, close the border with China and Korea just for good measure to get it contained. Um, secondly, there was no lockdown. They allowed business to continue as usual. They did let kids out of school. Uh, but that, That had other influence that has to do with the Olympics and other things in my, and just in my opinion, but they didn't let kids out of school, but they couldn't do lockdowns because it's unconstitutional. Now business could volunteer to shut down if it wanted to or close early if it wanted to. Uh, But the state was not able uh, to close down businesses. Now I know the U S has almost the same constitution because the Japanese constitution is based on the U S constitution, but we don't enforce our constitution in the U S it's just a, a piece of paper but they take it very seriously here that but the culture is so much different in japan people wear masks here anyway every year exactly. during flu season
0: exactly they wash
1: their hands but the biggest reason that i think japan didn't have such a looming death rate as other states is because m- mainly there are two two three types of people who actually die from COVID 19 and other you know otherwise it's pretty much the flu the flu kills far more people than COVID-19. I mean, they made this, all oh, the 22,000 people died in Italy. I'm like, that happens every year from the flu. Go look it up. Every year, they lose tens of thousands of people to the flu anyway. And there are more elderly people in Japan than anywhere in the world. More than Florida, more than Italy. Japan has the highest number of centurions, the highest number of people over 100. Uh, it's got the, a very aging population, yet it wasn't hit so hard by COVID. And the reason is, Obesity rates. People in Japan are thin. And the only people who are fat did it on purpose, the sumo wrestler or something. It is a very different culture, very disciplined. There were no toilet paper shortages. And I'll tell you why. Because we have a functional media. Whereas the panic media in the US encouraged the the super buying of all this, you know, toilet paper and all that. They calmly came out because the rumors went around and we had like a day where people went out and bought all the toilet paper and paper towels. They came out on TV and said, our supply lines are not affected. We domestically produce toilet paper. It doesn't come from China. There's no reason to go buy it all. And everyone stopped doing that. I think even if the media said that in the US, they'd still go out and hoard it. Because it's it's a panic culture. And it has to do with having nothing but negative stories and panic and fear pumped into your brain every day. and So they could not get a handle on this. And it's just sad to see, but I've been able to go to any store, any bar, any place I want. Nothing's locked down and and we're not all dropping dead of the flu. Mm -hmm. So there is no reason. If you wash your hands, you wear a mask, you know, or not, it's just, that's up to you. But this is not the Black Plague. It's not a hoax either. There's a lot in between fake and going to kill the entire earth. It's basically the flu. And you should take the same precautions you would anyway. If you're immune compromised or obese or over 75 years old, then yeah, probably stay inside and, and take care of yourself. But, you know, if you're a 40 year old man and not overweight, like it's not going to kill you. Just go to work. You know, it's, just, it's just sad to see. I've
2: just looked up the stats then. Let me just say what it says here and let's get your rebuttal of this then. So annual flu deaths globally are about 400,000 over 12 months. And it's saying Corona has killed 600,000 in three months.
1: Mm-mm. Flu deaths in Italy are about, they, they stopped taking statistics first off and the Corona deaths, what they're saying is they're including flu deaths in the Corona deaths. So if you have the flu and Corona, it counts as Corona. Yeah, so was- almost entirety of the Corona deaths, which the flu deaths, Per year fluctuate a lot because sometimes you have bad flu seasons and mild flu seasons. So it isn't, there isn't like an average, oh, it's always 400,000 or about half a million, or whatever. Sometimes it, says, it, says million, here so it
2: fluctuates so. from 200,000 to 600,000 a year. Right.
1: That sounds about right. About 200,000 would be super low. We had, when I mean, we've had a few spikes that went way over 600,000, but in the areas like when they were freaking out about all these Italians, so Italy, Italy has a lot of old people. It's Europe's Florida, it's where old people go to retire. And they are affected greatly by it. But what they started to do is they started counting the deaths. If you died with COVID rather than of COVID, it counts as a COVID death. And a lot of these people have other, had other problems anyway, mostly influenza. And so the influenza has wiped people out anyway. And We're so, either c- c- of course, COVID, if you're going to have COVID deaths plus flu deaths, uh, it will be more than just flu deaths. And are right.
2: they incentivized to report it as COVID because they're getting more money in the hospitals if it's a COVID? That, Would you that, see what
1: true? happened in Florida where they'd fudged their numbers so much? I guess you guys saw that story the other day. Well, I mean,
0: none, none of the COVID figures can be trusted. I've what the it. thing
1: is, I what I trust is the the ones the state that did the most testing, because the the death rate for it if, is between the lowest is like half a percent in Iceland on up to like fourteen percent in the worst case. Uh, it's about 1% in South Korea and South Korea did the most testing. And I mean, I'm here with babies, kids, everything. I don't wear masks. We go everywhere. We're not worried about it. Uh, South Korea and Japan have done the most testing. And I think they have much more honest media, uh, because the way big pharma is structured is very different than other places. And you see the places where there is a for-profit motive to increase the deaths and the panic you have more deaths and panic. And where that isn't, it doesn't exist. So I don't think the disease is being prejudiced and saying, oh, we're going to kill more in Brazil or we're going to kill. It's not the disease doing that, uh, unless you consider government disease. It's the state.
0: That's the perfect point to leave you on, Ryan. Thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. (laughs) Listen, thank you so much for joining us and contributing tonight. Been very much appreciated. Again, we're sorry for any hiccups that may have taken place and hopefully we can get you involved again.
1: Well, I'll be listening on for your documentary on COVID.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much
1: thanks for listening to my diatribe that's just no diatribe listen you're out, <laughs> you're a man
0: of a lot of information and some of it's so packed and i really want to be able to go away and really unpack a lot of what you're saying because i know there's depth in there right so it's not i'm not there's no there's no dismissal taking place here i just want to really go in on
1: what is you we'll we'll do it again you know we will wrap uh, we will wrap it's like explain kennedy in an hour like no yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) listen ryan thank you so much thank you so much have a lovely rest of your day
1: really
2: appreciate you. you sharing your wealth of information and like i said earlier i urge everybody to go in the description box and support what ryan's doing so Go, go and get okay. yourself some sleep uh, in Japan. I know
1: it's in the middle of the night, and thanks for doing this for us. Have a rest. Thank you for helping rest me with the map soil. and financially. That's, uh, it's so much to me and my family to to get that support because like, I want to continue doing this. You I'll let you guys, you guys. I've eaten up your time. No, you've contributed. You've contributed to our
0: time. You, you. keep They're
1: going, going Sonia. I've got to
2: change my camera battery, so you keep right. going, Sonia. Okay, all
0: okay. right. Listen, Peace. Ryan, take good care of yourself, okay? Thank you so much.
2: Thank you.
1: You
0: guys are great.